Hey everybody, welcome to the Single Tracks Podcast. My name is Jeff, and today Greg and I are going to be talking about some of the best places to ride your mountain bike in California. So California is actually the most popular location for Single Tracks readers, and I would imagine our podcast listeners as well. So hopefully this will be a really relevant discussion for our listeners. So let's start off the way that we start off a lot of these podcasts and talk about the bike parks in California. Greg, you've ridden at least one of the parks there, right? Yeah, the only park I've actually ridden in California is Big Bear, which is still pretty small on the grand scheme of things. You know, Big Bear was sort of one of the original uh, bike parks in California and downhill racing really kind of, yeah, that was one of the first big stops on the race circuit back in like the nineties. But, uh, you know, it's gone through a lot of changes. It got shut down, reopened, and they're currently building some more trails. So, you know, that's still not like the best bike park in California, I'd say, but one I'd really recommend, which is still on my bucket list because I was there too early last season is Mammoth Mountain. So Mammoth actually bought Big Bear, so now they're both owned by the same people. But Mammoth Mountain is just, it's its Mammoth. I think it's a great name for it. So it's the home of the Kamikaze Downhill, which again was a old school downhill race back in the day and has since been resurrected recently into the Kamikaze Downhill game. So now you've got the race and all kinds of other things that go on at that festival. But, you know, the park's open for downhilling all the time as long as the snow is melted which could take a really really long time this year but it's a next level bike park because they have over 80 miles of trails covering 3,500 acres and I mean that's just absolutely massive so I don't know if it gets a ton better than Mammoth you know from what I hear the soil there is pretty loose uh, because it's on like old volcanic soil so you're not going to get that like nice loam and black dirt, but you just have tons of trails, big features. Uh, It's a good time. Sweet. Another popular mountain bike park that I'm familiar with in California is the North Star Bike Park, the North Star Resort, which is up in the Lake Tahoe area, Uh, actually sort of overlooking Lake Tahoe. Maybe if you get to the very top of the list, you could actually see the lake, but it's it's on the California side. Uh, Leah actually was going up there like 15 years ago. So it's another one of these that's been around a long time before bike parks were cool, before that's what the cool kids were doing. But they've had lift-accessed mountain bike trails there for a long time. And over the last few years, they've built some really nice hotels and places you can stay right there at the resort. But then also there are a lot of people that do day trips up from like the Bay Area. So North Star is another great place. A lot of really cool features that they've built there. They've got a great crew that builds and maintains trails. Um, and then the other cool thing is a lot of the trails, you can you can ride the lifts up uh, or pedal up if, if you're really strong. And then the resort trails connect into the Tahoe Rim Trail. So you can get up there and kind of explore the backcountry. And then once you're done, you can drop back down into the resort. So that's a pretty cool option. So speaking of the Tahoe Rim Trail, California has a number of backcountry mountain biking opportunities. And so, Greg, can you talk a little bit about the Tahoe Rim Trail? Yeah, the Tahoe Rim is just a truly incredible trail. It rings Lake Tahoe, which is, I mean, Lake Tahoe, I think it gets awards for being like one of the most beautiful places in the world. Like this lake is massive, crystal clear blue, and the locals 
uh, love it and try to protect like sort of that crystal clear water. And the Tower Rim Trail, you know, circles that lake along like the mountaintops essentially. So you have just gorgeous views of the lake the entire time on uh, excellent single track, pretty well built for the most part. And the whole thing's about 165 miles, but it does go through several wilderness areas, which are off limits to bikes. So if you want to like sack up and do the whole thing, you're going to have to like reroute around these wilderness areas to complete a loop. But most people just ride like sections of the trail instead of doing the whole thing. So, you know, a few popular sections connect into other trails like the Flume Trail and uh, other trails down by South Lake Tahoe. So there's no end of options on this massive circuit of a trail. Yeah. What about on the Southern California side? So SoCal is you know pretty urban, so finding a good backcountry ride can be difficult, but one that uh, we've heard great things about and is on my bucket list because I haven't done it yet is the uh, San Juan Trail. So this starts right out of Mission Viejo in Orange County, and you can, if you've got legs, you can start from town, and it climbs high into the mountains in the National Forest uh, up above Orange County, and I suggest you check it out on single tracks and look at a few of the photos. It looks gorgeous. So this is top of my hit list if I get back down to that zone anytime soon. But it, you can put together as long of a route as you want here uh, because it connects into so many other trails. We can easily do over 25 miles and three, 4,000 feet of climbing. So it's a big day. Yeah, another backcountry area that I think we're going to talk about more a little bit later is Downeyville. Greg, you've ridden there. How's the backcountry experience in Downeyville? And yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about this later, but Downeyville is just, it is off the beaten path. You know, there's, you don't get to Downeyville on accident. Let's just put it that way. Like you work to get there and then you start riding from Downeyville and you're just, it is way out there. And one of the things I love about Downeyville is that it just feels so radically different from a lot of other places in California because you're getting more towards Northern California. So it's lush. The trees are big. It's a little bit more damp and not quite as dry and dusty as what you might think of classic California. Another one in NorCal is an area called Eureka. And now there's not a whole heck of a lot up on your near Eureka uh, as it's on the lost coast of California. So this is like far Northern California, but we've heard things. Yeah. Almost to Oregon. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to go here, but this is another one where it's like I haven't been able to connect this on a road trip because there's, it's not on the way to anywhere. <laughs> some people do do road trips through the zone just to hit it. And uh, we've heard about some trails that have been built here recently that are uh, bike-optimized single-track trails in the deep forests. And there's something in the range of 25 miles of trail. But again, I don't know what else there is up there. So you could be going out on the limb to go check that out. Yeah, for sure. So on the opposite end of the spectrum, California, I believe, is the most populous U.S. state, and there are a number of urban areas in the state, but that doesn't mean that there are no trails in those areas. So let's talk about some of our favorite urban trails to ride in California. Greg, you did a road trip out there a few years ago and rode near San Francisco and also L.A., right? What were some of your highlights? Yeah, LA was quite interesting. It, you know, I'm not a big city fan and, uh, part of my assignment for single tracks was to check out the best trails in and around LA, which turned out to be quite a task to undertake, but it was pretty, ended up being pretty fun. So one really cool trail is 
called Turnbull Canyon, and it's truly urban in that this is like a little trail system with some ripping single tracks and big hills, but it's just surrounded by neighborhoods on all sides. Like we literally just parked on the side of the street in the neighborhood and rode up into this trail system. But the the quality of the single track I found to be really good, whereas some others not so much. Another popular LA area ride and Guys, I'm just referring to like the entire sort of valley is like Los Angeles. I don't, I can't remember all of those. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what you call them. Right. <laughs> Neighborhoods or yeah, cities. Who knows? It's all LA to me too. Yeah. I talked to some locals from there and they're talking about specific zones. I'm like, yeah, it's all LA. But another one is uh, El Prieto and it's a pretty popular one because it starts right out of town again, but this climbs sort of up into the foothills and you can do nice little loop with some single track but you can also go a long ways up if you so choose and the final one is the luge and this is i know this much it's down by orange county so which is a little bit separate from los angeles again you can ride this from town if you've got the legs for it but it's a ripping descent that really feels like an actual luge with like nice bank corners and just fast fun and flowy so Tie it all in the San Juan Trail that we we're talking about earlier. Again, if you've got the lakes right, you can connect from sort of where the luge is all the way up into the San Juan Trail and make for a big old ride. But Jeff, you know more about the Bay Area than I do. What what's the word up there? Yeah, so the Bay Area. I spent an, a while traveling to the Bay Area about once a month. So yeah, I got to check out a lot of the trails in there. You know, I didn't want to do a lot of driving at the time. So we were just kind of checking out trails along, mostly along like the Santa Cruz mountains. And some of my favorite ones up there, a lot of the trails start off of Skyline Drive and drop down either side of the ridge there. Uh, one of my favorites was always Saratoga Gap. Uh, it was just a really fast, flowy trail, uh, not a lot of tech or anything like that. And then another one, that my wife Leah is a really big fan of. I think it was her favorite trail in the Bay Area. It's a place called Skeggs. Uh, it's also, I think, formerly known as El Corte de Madera open space. Um, but that one, I think, has a little bit more tech. And it's, a, as far as I understand, it's still a favorite among uh, people who live in the Bay Area, particularly the South Bay, kind of, you know, San Jose, Silicon Valley area. Another one in Orange County, Greg, you mentioned riding there near Laguna Beach is the Aliso. I never say it right. I don't know if it's Aliso or Aliso. It's probably some third translation that I don't even get because I'm not from California, but it's the, I call it the Aliso and Wood Canyon trails in Laguna Beach. And I find it interesting in California, there are some super steep climbs at a lot of these trails, you know, a lot of the ridges and mountains, they aren't super tall, but it seems like the trails just do crazy extreme angles on them. And my observation is that this is because it's practically the only place that they can't build houses is where, you know, the, the hills are just way too steep. So they're like, well, can't build houses there. Let's just let people ride mountain bikes. So, uh, yeah, just super steep, like, you're riding, it's like half the time you're riding straight up the hill and then you turn around and go back down. And then to get out of the valley, you got to ride straight back up. But the trails are really fast and fun and scenic too, because you got views of the beach and everything. And Laguna Beach doesn't sound like a place where you would mountain bike, but that's actually where Crank Brothers is based. And 
there are a few pro riders, I think, like Brian Lopes and Hans Ray and uh, some others live in that area. So, yeah, Laguna Beach is, is kind of an interesting spot where you wouldn't think there's a lot of mountain biking or uh, mountain bike culture, but is definitely there. So next on the list, getting out of the urban area, what are some scenic mountain bike recommendations for the state of California? Probably the Tahoe Rim Trail is the most scenic trail in California. I mean, just by objective standards. I mean, that place is pretty amazing. I mean, just Lake Tahoe in general, and then the entire lake being surrounded by mountains. I mean, it's pretty idyllic. Last time I rode that trail, I was just shooting photos uh, along the entire way just because I, every corner I went around, I was like, oh my gosh, this is another epic view. And a possibly an easier way to get good views of Lake Tahoe, though, is to ride the Flume Trail. And the Flume Trail is, again, another sort of historic classic. Uh, by objective standards, maybe not the best single track by today's standards, but the views off of it, again, of the lake are just stunning. And it's a little bit easier to access than the Tahoe Rim Trail because it's not quite on the tops of the mountains. It's more along the side of the hill, so it makes it a little easier to get to. Well, you know, personally, I often think of big mountains, lakes, water as viewpoints. The one thing to think about about California is that the trees are just absolutely massive, especially once you get in the coastal zones. I mean, that's my one takeaway. It's like pretty much all the trees are massive, but you have certain types of trees like redwoods and sequoias that you don't get anywhere else. So, I mean, that in and of itself was worth it. That's one of the things I loved the most when I rode skegs that Jeff was talking about earlier, or that they're just absolutely massive redwood trees, you know, wider across than your entire mountain bike by far. And you can get that on a lot of trails along the coast and uh, anywhere from Santa Cruz on up, but it's well worth it. And try to take photos of them, but realize that they're probably not going to turn out the way you want them to. <laughs> Yeah, it's always so dark in those forests. I always love that feeling. You know, it's like, it reminds me a lot of E.T., the movie, for those who have seen that, or for those who are old enough to have seen it. Um, you know, yeah, it's just like dark and mysterious, and there's like ferns and fog and dampness. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome, really unique to California. Also, I would say, too, like you said, there, there, it's hard to find a trail with a bad view in California, really. Um, especially with so many of them close to the coast um, and with sort of wide open views. You know, one of the places I enjoy riding for the scenery is Fort Ord near Monterey, uh, which is where the Sea Otter Classic is held each year. But, you know, just the views from these um, exposed mountains, you know, it's usually just like, like kind of a grassy hilltop and you can see 360 degrees all around you. Uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, and seeing the greenery and wildflowers and things like that if you're there in the right season. Yeah, that can be, that can be really awesome. So let's talk about some good shuttle rides and descents. Uh, we've mentioned it a couple of times in other categories, but Downeyville is probably one of the best known descents in the state, right, Greg? Yeah, Downeyville is a classic and it's been there for forever and is home to a race called the Downeyville Downhill, which has since blossomed into a big festival. So you've got the classic Downeyville Downhill, a bunch of other shenanigans, and um, you know people descend on Downeyville for that every year. But I think one of the coolest things about the Downeyville Downhill is that even though it's sort of one of the original 
big shell rides and descents, it's it's better than ever thanks to the tireless work by the Sierra Buttes Trail Stewards. I mean, they keep um, maintaining this trail and even doing reroutes on portions that aren't very good. And so the single track is just top notch. I mean, you've got you know uber fast downhill sections and parts. You know, one time I hit I think 37 miles an hour uh, on my first time riding it on a single track section, which was kind of scary. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't die. Uh, but you know, there's so that smooth type of stuff, but then you got some super technical sections up high and then you've got again, big old trees, rushing rivers and old mine sites. It's pretty hard to beat. Another couple of big shuttles I've done were in California. Sorry, that's a redundancy, but rather Los Angeles. Um, so down in the LA area, you know, which is like classic California, you think there's just people everywhere, but uh, there's some really big rides to be had. So those two big shells are Mount Low and Mount Wilson, which drop basically off the top of the San Gabriel Mountains all the way back down into Los Angeles. And it's a solid 5,000 feet of descending on either of those routes, which is pretty incredible to end in one of the largest cities in the world after doing a 5,000 foot mountain bike descent. So again, both Mount Low and Mount Wilson offer like this type of vertical. And even in each of those zones, there's a bunch of different single track options. So you're not limited to just sort of one classic route down like you might be with some of these others. Yeah, that sounds like a really good pick for a lot of people. So what about destinations? Where should people base, if people are coming especially from out of state, uh, what are some towns where you recommend people stay and enjoy the trails for a few days? I'm going to start to sound like a bit of a broken record now, but uh, Lake Tahoe really is uh, the place to be. I mean, it's it's epic, but I would specifically choose South Lake Tahoe for your destination there because it's it's a very big area if you're just saying we're going to Tahoe. So South Lake Tahoe would be the town I would choose partially because there's a lot of great rides, classic rides in that zone, but they've also done a ton of trail building in that area. So now you in South Lake Tahoe, you can get everything from easy cross country to big featured enduro trails to bike parks to stuff you pedal from town to stuff you pedal you know, all the way up and over the mountains and dropping in Nevada on the other side. It's a pretty, pretty sweet spot. Yeah. And we've also mentioned over and over Downeyville. Uh, is there a lot, are there a lot of places to stay in Downeyville or do people camp or what's, what's the deal there? Man, there's not a lot in Downeyville. Like there are a few sort of bed and breakfast type places, but we were recently trying to plan a trip there and we also didn't find much in the way of campgrounds very close to Downeyville. Like it's a, it's a small town. There's not a ton of amenities. You know, you can buy a beer, you can grab a mountain bike shuttle, but that's it. But part of me loves that too. You know, loves just being out in the middle of absolutely nowhere. You know, you've got sort of the history there. You've got the deep forest, you got big mountains, lots of trails to ride. I mean, we talked about the Downeyville downhill route, but there are hundreds of miles of trails in that area. And for me, that's much more appealing than, say, like the casinos of Tahoe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Reno side can get a little crazy. So what about uh, some other trails? You know, we've we've mentioned a lot of really great trails, but somehow we didn't find a category for some really important trails, especially specifically thinking of Sokol Demonstration Forest, uh, which I believe Single Tracks has ranked as the number one trail in the state of California. Is that right, Greg? 
you know, I don't know the ranking off the top of my head, but it, if it's not number one, it's been number one. You know, sometimes those things shift around a little bit. But and the funny thing about the demo force is, like Jeff said, we didn't find a great category for it because it's not technically urban. You feel pretty far out there, but it's also not like that country. But it's a great trail. So it's really a trail system. So a big network of trails and it's home to a bunch of like old school free ridey trails with drops and jumps and super steep, like sketchy washout lines. But there's also been a lot of modern trail building happening there too. And Demo Force is known to, is now home to one of the best known flow trails in the nation. Uh, we did a survey to, see what flow trails people are aware of and i'm pretty sure demo force is like one of the top two or three flow trails and so big old flow trail which i still haven't ridden because that was uh built since i was there last so gotta go back i guess yeah and that's i don't know if we mentioned that's near the town of santa cruz uh, and where santa cruz bikes and a number of bike companies are located so i know those guys are involved in preserving those trails, maintaining them and that kind of thing. So it's a really vibrant mountain bike scene in and around uh, so-called demonstration forest. So we talked about LA and San Francisco. There's also a pretty notable trail system near San Diego, right? Yeah, probably the best well-known trail system in the San Diego area is Noble Canyon. And technically this is not like in-town San San Diego, which they have riding in town. Uh, I'm just not personally as familiar with it, but Noble Canyon's a little ways out of town and it is like the go-to spot that everybody talks about in that area of California. You can do 15 miles easy, you know, 20, 30 miles plus if you're wanting to do a big day. And there's some super gnarly trails in there that you can either ride as a big old loop or you can even shuttle from the top down and do a big point to point. And uh, John Fish, one of our contributors, has written a couple of great articles about Noble Canyon and San Diego in general. So definitely check those out on the website. So, yeah, those are some of the honorable mentions. Um, according to the Singletracks database, there are thousands, if not more, trails in the California area. In fact, I think it's one of the states in our database with the most trails. So there are definitely a ton to check out. And obviously Greg and I, neither of us live in California. Um, so we haven't ridden all of them or even close to all of them. So uh, there's definitely more to check out and be sure to check out single tracks uh, to find trails, explore new places, and then tell us what you find, you know, leave your reviews that helps other people find the good trails and, you know, posting photos and videos goes a really long way as well. I also wanted to mention some other kind of unique opportunities for riding in California, one of which is the Sea Otter Classic. And I've mentioned this before. We've done podcasts about the Sea Otter Classic before, but it's one of the largest consumer trade shows for mountain biking. Sorry, it's not a consumer trade show. It's a consumer show that focuses on cycling in general, but it's mountain biking is a really big part of it. Uh, and it happens at the Fort Ord trails near Monterey each year. And it's a really good time if you've never been to the Sea Otter Classic or if you're looking for an excuse to ride your bike in California, it's a good opportunity because there are demo bikes and races and all kinds of things happening there each April. And then also we should mention that Marin in California is the birthplace of mountain biking or one of two birthplaces of mountain biking. Crested Butte, Colorado also 
likes to lay claim to that fact. But in Marin, there's actually the Mountain Bike Hall of Fame, which recently relocated from Crested Butte to Marin. And it's a part of the Marin Bicycle Museum there in town. So definitely, if you're interested in history, if you're a mountain bike history buff, then that's a place to check out. And then you can also ride near Mount Tam, which is one of the places the mountain bike pioneers first started riding. Uh, Mount Tam itself, or the trails that, that the guys and girls used to ride, are off-limits to bikes now, which is a bummer. But you can ride at Camp Tamarancho, which is like a Boy Scout camp. And I'm guessing it's it's on Mount Tam itself, right, Greg? Have you ridden there? I've ridden Tamarancho, but I'm not quite as familiar with all the geography as maybe I should be. From my understanding, Tamarancho is very close to Mount Tam, but you know the the mountains there are they're big old mountains, but they're sort of rolling ranges. So it's not like you've got one sort of big mountain sitting by itself, you know. So uh, it's it's in the same zone though for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's about the closest you'll get to riding Mount Tam. Uh, but then also near Marin, there's China Camp, which is a popular spot. Not great riding, but it is single track riding. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of people will like to say, oh, there's no riding in Marin. There is a little bit. Um, so it's worth a, a visit if, you know, you're checking out the museum and want to ride a little bit of single track too. If you'd like more information about mountain biking in California or you're looking to start your bucket list for California trails to check out, be sure to visit Single Tracks and search for an article series that we call Five to Ride, where we pick the top five trails or the five must-ride trails in each state or country around the world. Um, and we recently did one of these about California, so you can find out the top five trails, get photos and uh, links to maps and all kinds of other stuff like that. That's all we've got this week. We'll talk to you again next week. Peace.